Insider, the show that takes you inside the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Billings, Montana to Burnaby, British Columbia, and from Lacey, Washington to Nampa, Idaho, and beyond, welcome. Welcome to GNAC Insider. I am Robert Lowry. It's your weekly look at the doings of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Thanks for allowing us to have the Thanksgiving week off, and I hope it was a great one for you and yours, no matter where you were able to celebrate the holiday last week. Tonight's program is going to be action-packed in the next half hour. A full lineup of guests, including Cody Bench, the University of Alaska women's basketball coach. He's going to join us here momentarily from Fairbanks, Alaska. Also, Andy Avgi, Western Oregon University basketball forward. He's going to join us from Monmouth, Oregon. And later in tonight's GNAC Insider, it'll be my pleasure to be joined by the Great Northwest Athletic Conference Commissioner Dave Hagland from the conference offices down there in Portland. And I'm going to apologize right off the top from this week's GNAC Insider. A little bit froggy, a little bit under the weather tonight, and I hope you'll bear with us in the next half hour because the guests that we have this evening are going to bring you some great, great information. And our first guest tonight, again, joining us from up there in Alaska is University of Alaska women's basketball coach Cody Bench. And, Cody, we appreciate you joining us tonight from up there in Fairbanks. Uh, I guess the first question is, what's it like up there in Fairbanks tonight? <laughs> well, we are in the middle of a snowstorm, so we just got a fresh six to eight inches, and it's still coming down. But the temperature is a good 24 degrees, so I can't complain. Now, you are in your fifth season as the head coach up there at the University of Alaska. It seems like it's been five quick seasons, quite frankly. Has it been as quick for you as it has been for me as I've watched your team over the course of your tenure there? Well, I think uh, looking back, it feels like it's gone pretty fast, but those first couple of years felt like they took a really long time. So I'm glad to be here um, in this fifth season. Now, you're building a program, and I think that's what you're talking about. You're really building the program up there with the Nanooks. This year, you are 6-2. and two. It's the uh, Fairbanks' best start since the 2007-2008 season. What has been the reasons for your early season success? Well, right now, uh, I feel like we've really played as a team. Um, we've seen some different adverse situations, had some challenges playing on the road and in our own home tournament. So uh, just a coming together and a commitment has really made a difference. Well, you've had some impressive wins. You knocked off Chaminade by more than 20. You knocked off Holy Names by nearly 50 points. Dixie State, you scored 94 on them. You also got 80 on Cal State San Marcos, 81 on Chico State. Uh, Your low-scoring win is over Colorado Christian, 66-63. It looks like you have things rolling well on the offensive end. Is that true? Yeah, I felt like we started out real strong, um, trying to keep some momentum and pushing um, pushing the ball quite a bit. But, you know, recently we just haven't had a very uh, strong shooting percentage, so I think that number's definitely been uh, been lower. But hopefully we can, um, you know, find a way to get put, put points on the board. Now, as of last week, you were ranked in the NCAA top 25 in scoring. You were the sixth highest scoring team in the country. Is this going to be a hallmark of this year's team, high scoring offense? Yeah, I'm not so sure. I think, you know, our, our conference is really strong, and obviously they'll be very well prepared for us. So I think, um, you know, we'll, 
whatever, however many points it takes to win, I think that would be the most uh, the hallmark for us. All right. Well, let me put it to you in a different way then. How has the <laughs> offense changed? What has what are you doing differently offensively? How is it a different Nanook offense or a more productive Nanook offense than it has been in year recent years past? Um, I think the the biggest factor for us is we have um a few different options offensively. Um, you know, some point guards that can really push the ball in transition, some post players that run the floor and hit outside shots, um, some wings that can do a little bit of everything. I think that's been the biggest change um in the last year or two is that just our personnel um is a little bit more diverse and we have a, a few different people we can look to to put points on the board so you know and and, and they're athletic and, and able to to run a little bit more and, and for longer so those you know just a change in personnel and then getting the right type of people and players that we want in the program have been a difference for us Cody Bench, University of Alaska women's basketball coach, is joining us tonight on GNAC Insider. All right, your team is off, uh, was off to a 5-0 and start. You're 6-2 and on the season. I've had other coaches tell me on GNAC Insider and in other venues where I've had the opportunity to talk with them over a number of years now that winning breeds winning. Are you seeing that with this team? And is early season success potentially something you can build on as the season progresses? Well, that's definitely a an optimistic way for us to look at it. We need to be confident going into conference play and, you know, seeing the different the different wins that we've had and the competition we've faced, I think is a lot a lot like uh, the conference that we're going to play, the, the GNAC game. So, you know, I think it helps. The winning gives us the, the confidence and – um, it takes a little bit of the pressure off our shoulder for we have to do something, we have to do something, as opposed to now we know we can, we know what we face. So hopefully it does, uh, you know, the winning, breeding, breeding wins. Um, but there's no guarantee. I mean, obviously every team's going to be strong and out for us and, and want to, you know, win for their program as well. So hopefully uh, we've just gained the confidence from this start so far and, and ready for the next game. Well, and the next game, and that is something I wanted to talk to you about, the next game you play is at Seattle Pacific. It'll be a Thursday night, 7 p.m. Pacific tip-off time. And not only will that be your first conference game, it's also going to be the first game that is going to be telecast this year on Root Sports. That is a high honor for the Nanooks and for the Falcons as well. Does a televised game that's going to reach some 3.4 million households all across the West, does that bring some additional pressure going into Thursday? You know, we have not made a, uh, quite a big big deal out of it yet with our team. I think it's just important for us to stay focused on achieving our, our season goals. And, you know, it starts – conference play is always strong. So playing at Seattle Pacific is a really, you know, good program, um, well-coached. Uh, you know, really competitive team. So our goal is more or less to focus on what we need to do to be prepared for that game. And so we have really uh, given little attention to that fact. You know, we've let our fans know, but, you know, we're really glad that we get that opportunity. Who are going to be some of the market? You sound like me there, unfortunately, I have to say. I know, sorry about that. I think yeah, I think you and I have the same the same bug going around. <laughs> Who are going to be some of the marquee players that we're going to be able to see this coming Thursday night for the Nanooks on the TV? Well, we have a 
have a couple of seniors that have been with the program for four years and definitely seen the change and development that we've had. Point guard Benisa Belaya um, and uh, off guard Kelly Logue. Um, they've definitely been a huge part of our success over the last four years in, in gaining um, better players, developing a culture where, where we want to change things and make them better. And then on the inside game, we have Jordan Wilson, who is the returning freshman of the year. You know, she started off fairly strong and been very consistent um, in the post. And, and then newcomer Stephanie Timson has, has provided um, a spark for us as well. Um, and, you know, Kaylee Jold as well. She's one of those inside-out type players um, with a lot of speed and, um, and competitive fire as well. So we've got a few that really um, that I think are fun to watch and are fun to coach. Now, speaking of players that are fun to watch, from a coaching perspective, you were a fun player to watch, quite frankly. And I remember your playing career up there at Alaska between 2002 and 2005. You were a Dactronics first team All-West region selection in 2005. When you used to play, are you able to take any of those experiences and roll them back into your coaching experience now? And does that make you a better coach knowing what players at this level have to go through to succeed? Definitely. My experience, you know, was one of a kind. And that's the, that's what I, I try to bring to my team and these young women that I coach is just that that I've been there through that one of a kind experience, being from far from home, um, competing at this level for the first time, being a junior college transfer, stepping into Division Two. Those are the kind of things I try to use from my own experiences to help these young women transition into college life and to transition into being in Alaska um, and playing in such a strong competitive conference. You know, so it, it was a great experience for me, and that's kind of what I hope to bring to these young women. And, and I feel like I'm doing that so far. And, um, you know, when you talk about building, I think that's where it comes from, is you have to have someone that's invested and that understands what it's like to be in Fairbanks and, and to be in that program. So hopefully I'm, I'm, that's transitioning on to the, to the young ladies I coach. We've got a crack research staff here at GNAC Insider, and they turned up a little tidbit of information for me and told me that you actually got oh, your great. bachelor's degree. No, this is not a bad thing. You got your <laughs> bachelor's degree in natural resource management from the University of Alaska. So, so yes. what took you from natural resource management, which is a, which is a great field, into coaching, which is an equally great field? Well, you know, uh, you have to find what you're passionate about. And when you're young and you're ambitious, you, you think one way, and then you get in the real world, you start to think another way. I think for me, um, I really wanted to work in the forest industry, and I did that, and I tried that for about a year, and, and I felt like something was still missing in my life. And I, I just I had this small calling to try to begin a coaching career, and I thought, oh, that might be crazy, but, um, you know, one thing led to the next, and, and here I am. So just kind of about following your heart and and finding your passion and and listening for me it was just trying to listen to what god wanted me to do and i felt like this was the right direction well cody i really appreciate you taking time for us tonight on a snowy night in fairbanks to join us here on GNAC insider <laughs> we will um, look forward to seeing you literally thursday night on the yes. tv when the nanooks take on seattle pacific in the first root game of the year so good luck in that contest continued success throughout the season and hopefully we'll have an opportunity to talk to you again before the end of the year right here on GNAC insider thank you so much cody bench joining us tonight from up there in the snowy fairbanks and time for us now to take a trip around the great northwest athletic conference 
In Nampa, Idaho, volleyball coach Doug English was named the American Volleyball Coaches Association NCAA Division II West Region Coach of the Year. In his second full season coaching at Northwest Nazarene, English led the Crusaders to a 24-3 overall record while winning the GNAC title and earning a number one seed in the West Region in the NCAA tournament. In addition to English's honor, five GNAC players were selected for the AVCA All-Region First Team. GNAC Player of the Year, Michelle Terpstra, Western Washington's Samantha Hutchinson and Kayla Erickson, Central Washington's Katie Fry and Alaska Anchorage's Caitlin Zanders were selected as first-team honorees. Terpstra and Hutchinson were also named to the Dactronics first team. In Burnaby, British Columbia, Simon Fraser, senior soccer player Jovan Blagojevic was chosen as the Dactronics 2014 West Region Player of the Year. Blagojevic finished the year ranked 7th in the nation in goals scored with 18 and helped lead the clan to the opening round of the NCAA tournament. He was also named the GNAC Player of the Year. Blagojevic was joined by four other GNAC players on the Dactronics first team with conference champions Davis Karaika and Stephen McDonald of Seattle Pacific and Freddie Razzo and Julio Castillo of Northwest Nazarene, SPU's Cody Lang, and NNU's Yannick Petschiki were selected as second-team honorees. In Bellingham, Washington, five Western Washington women's soccer players were selected for the two Daxtronics teams. Brianna Jones was named to the first team, while Ashley Hayden, Jessica Bertucci, Catherine Miles, and Kim Cooper were on the second team. Joining Jones on the first team was Hannah Husers and GNAC Player of the Year, Isabel Farrell from Seattle Pacific. Montana State Billings, Haley McFarland, and Central Washington's Mackenzie Nolte were also selected to the second team. And in Monmouth, Oregon, the Western Oregon men's basketball team moved into sixth place in the Division II Sports Information Directors of America West Region rankings on Monday. The 5-2 and two Wolves, who were previously unranked, are joined by Western Washington, which didn't move from its fifth spot last week. In the women's rankings, Seattle Pacific remained in the top spot in the West Region, while Alaska Anchorage moved up to third, and Simon Fraser jumped to sixth. Western Washington and Alaska remain in the poll at sixth and ninth, respectively. Well, don't forget to visit GNACsports.com and GNAC.tv for anything and everything about the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. GNAC Insider is going to be back after this brief timeout. Fall is in the air, and you know what that means. Fall and winter sports. With more than 40 hotels throughout the West, why not take a road trip with Red Lion Hotels and follow your favorite team? With plush pillow top beds, free Wi-Fi, restaurants, and lounges, we want you to stay comfortable. Visit RedLion.com for the lowest rate guaranteed. Red Lion Hotels are proud supporters of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hit the road with us. Red Lion Hotels. There's always a Red Lion nearby. The University of Alaska Fairbanks. People come here from all over the world in search of something extraordinary. What they find is the ultimate true-to-life learning experience, where scientists find a never-ending data pool in every direction, where artists have no want for inspiration, where seekers become scholars, and discoveries are made in the here and now. The possibility of greatness is closer than you think. The University of Alaska Fairbanks. Naturally inspiring. 
Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. We're going to turn our attention from women's basketball to men's basketball. As joining us now from Monmouth, Oregon, is Western Oregon University junior Andy Avgi. Andy, thanks for joining us tonight. I got several things I want to talk to you about. Uh, first of all, I want to talk a little bit about your pedigree. You were an Oregon Player of the Year in high school. You were the GNAC Freshman of the Year. You were GNAC All Honor All League Honorable Mention last year, and this year you're again averaging in double figures and leading the Wolves to right now a five and two start. But of all those accomplishments, I've got to believe that one of the most exciting things that's happened for you was earlier this year with a victory on November 7th against Oregon State. Talk a little bit about that victory against the Beavers. How, when you look at your hierarchy of things you've done, where does that fall? Uh, it's definitely up there. Um, that was definitely where the game we wanted to win, and we knew we definitely knew we can come in and beat them. Uh, they had a they came in with a new coach and with a lot of new players, and our team being with players that we've played with a long time, me, Jordan Wiley, Devon Alexander, and Jordan Shriver, just we all uh, started playing together when we first started. And I think we kind of knew that we were going to do good and we're actually going to beat them. We came in really confident about winning that game as we come in. Well, you had an individually uh, an individually good game as well against uh, Oregon State. You had 21 points in the 57-47 to 47 victory. What made you individually so effective against the Beavers? Um, I just think uh, I was just using uh, just the matchup, uh, just with my taking advantage of my matchup with the taller and the taller, the taller guys. I, I feel like I'm a little quicker, and you know sometimes just get around them, and you know, I play to that advantage. I'm a little, I'm a little on the bigger side at like 265, 270, and I kind of use that to my advantage. Talk a little bit about the Wolves team this year. As I mentioned a moment ago, you're off to a 5-2 and two start, so you're out of the gate fast. Why? Uh, I think uh, with our guard play, it definitely helped us a lot. We uh, we came in with uh, we came in with a new guard that we picked up from uh, Chafee, uh, Julian Nichols, and he was definitely helping us out a lot, which we really needed, which moved Devon Alexander to the one and the two and Wiley to the three, which helps which really helps us and our bigs, we returned all bigs and that definitely I feel like we have one of the, the top bigs in the GNAC and and I stand by that. Now the Wolves were ranked sixth in the uh, new D two side of West region poll. And I know we're still at the very early stages of this year. But is that something the team has discussed a little bit and actually uh, looked at as a point of pride early in the year? Uh, we never really uh, pay, uh, pay attention to that. We uh, we just we what we come in is we take one game at a time. Uh, any opponent will we just prepare for the opponent in front of us. You know, it's it's definitely a nice honor. Like we can acknowledge it a little bit, but we just got to move on and just you know keep playing our game and just doing what we're doing right now. You are right now, uh, the Wolves team, on a four-game winning streak. With those wins in the rearview mirror, can you say that the team has gotten better in each of those wins? 
definitely, yes. I would say, yeah, we just every game we play, we're just getting a little better, and we still have a lot more to do to get to really get our full potential. And but definitely, every game we've gotten better, and we just we just need to keep it up, and I believe we will. Andy Avgi, Western Oregon University basketball standout, joining us tonight on GNAC Insider. All right. You are in a, a great position because the Wolves play their next five games at home starting Thursday in your GNAC opener uh, against University of Alaska Fairbanks. Saturday, you have University of Alaska Anchorage. What do you expect from those opponents? Uh, definitely, uh, it will definitely be both. Both teams will be uh, a tough one. You know, we, uh, last year, I didn't, I didn't have the chance of playing at home because I was uh, against them because I had an injury, but it definitely would be nice to play them. We we beat Fairbanks at Fairbanks last year at over there on a the game winner and on a buzzer beater, and that was nice. And Alaska, we beat them in the in the conference tournament. So we we both we know that it, they're going to come out ready to play, and we got to do the same. And both those teams beat you in Monmouth last year. So is there any kind of revenge factor involved this coming week? There definitely is. Like I, I, I hate losing at home. That's a personal thing because you know you're at home. You got to play your best. Well, we got to play your best regardless. But just at home, you just have the kind of home court advantage, and we definitely we need to take take advantage of that. Well, Andy, you guys are off to a great start down there in Monmouth. Uh, keep it up, and hopefully, we'll have the opportunity to talk to you again before the uh, season comes to a conclusion here on GNAC Insider. Thanks for joining us from Monmouth tonight. Right, thank you, and thank you for having me. Yeah, we'll talk to you again. Andy Avgi, Western Oregon University basketball standout, joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. And time now for us to find out what's in store this week in the GNAC. In cross-country, seven GNAC teams will be represented at the NCAA Division II National Meet on Saturday at Tom Sawyer Park, that is the name of it, in Louisville, Kentucky. There are four GNAC women's teams in the race, including NCAA West Regional Champion Simon Frazier. They're joined by Alaska Anchorage, Western Washington, and Central Washington. After winning the West Regional Individual title, the Vikings' Caitlin Steen will have a chance to be the fifth runner in GNAC history to win the GNAC, West Regional, and NCAA championships in the same season. On the men's side, Alaska Anchorage is looking to improve upon its seventh-place finish in Spokane last year. The top finisher in the West Region was UAA's Henry Chisetto, who looks to become the eighth Seawolf in a row to earn All-American honors. The Seawolves, who finished second in the West Regional in Billings, are joined in Kentucky by Western Washington and Simon Frazier with Montana State Billings' Robert Peterson competing as an individual. The men's race will start at 8 a.m. Pacific time, while the women's race will follow at 9.15. And you can see both those races live at NCAA.com. Men's basketball, four games highlight the start of conference play on Thursday. Northwest Nazarene will tip the season off first as it hosts 5-2 Seattle Pacific. That'll be a 6.30 p.m. game. Alaska Anchorage coming off a win against Division I Rice at the Great Alaska Shootout is traveling to St. Martin's. The Saints beat incoming conference rival Concordia 73-72 on Saturday. The Cavaliers beat the Seawolves twice in Alaska earlier this season. Central Washington will host Montana State Billings in Seattle Pacific Thursday and Saturday in just its second and third home games this year. The top two GNAC scoring offenses will also meet on Saturday when Western Washington travels to Simon Fraser 
for both teams' first conference match of the year. And in women's play, one of the conference leaders could get its first loss on Saturday as 5-0 and Alaska Anchorage goes against undefeated Seattle Pacific. The Seawolves will have to get through Montana State Billings on Thursday first. Montana State Billings is coming off two wins at the Surf and Slam Classic in Hawaii. And the first conference matchup between Simon Frazier and Western Washington on Saturday will be a preview of the final Root Sports game of the season in late February. Speaking of Root Sports, we're going to talk about that with our next guest, Dave Haglund, the GNAC Commissioner, when GNAC Insider resumes right after this brief timeout. Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Western Oregon University. Small classes, research opportunities, and new state-of-the-art science facilities. Everything from biology and chemistry to earth sciences and criminal justice. Students have easy access to faculty who are invested in your learning. All the campus services practically guarantee your success. Start your science career now at Western. Learn more about the university where every student matters at wou.edu. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, your host. Glad to have you along on this Tuesday night. And joining us now from the Great Northwest Athletic Conference office down in Oakland, the commissioner of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference, Mr. Dave Haglund. Dave, thanks for joining us tonight. And a couple of things that I want to talk to you about. First of all, let's talk about the Women in Sports Seminar. It comes up Saturday, January 24th, down there at the Portland Memorial Coliseum. First of all, for people who may not be aware, tell me, what is the Women in Sports Seminar all about? Dave, can you hear me? Well, let's try this one more time. Sometimes technology has a chance to fail you, and maybe it has in this case. Dave, are you there? I am. Sorry about that. Yeah, I can hear you now. I must have... uh, you know, the must have hit the wrong button or twisted the wrong knob here. And I appreciate you joining us tonight on GNAC Insider. And, again, I guess two things I want to talk about. First of all, Women in Sports Seminar, January 24th, down there at the, the Memorial Coliseum in Portland. Can you explain to folks who may not be uh, aware of it what the Women in Sports Seminar is all about? Yes. Well, this is an initiative uh, developed by the uh, conference office a year ago. We did it up in Seattle. And in short, it's a networking, learning, and sharing opportunity for young females, college and high school, who are interested in pursuing careers in the sports industry. And so we uh, bring together 15 to 20 panelists, uh, people, females who are currently working in the profession uh, to um, advise, uh, network, and and share their background and and, and some uh, career tips in an afternoon seminar, and, and this year we're going to do it uh, at the Memorial Coliseum uh, right next to the Moda Center. There's an added value this year. Uh, when our seminar is done, uh, people will be able to go to the Portland Trailblazers, Washington Wizards game that night. And this is really kind of a burgeoning field. And When we talk about women in sports, we're talking about a wide variety of fields from sports medicine to fundraising to media relations to facilities management. So, 
this cuts a wide swath of career paths. Is that fair to say? Uh, very fair to say, and uh, that's our intention. We wanted to have a wide cross-section of careers to attract the widest possible audience. And so we'll have athletic directors, we'll have professional uh, front office personnel from the Blazers, from the Timbers. Last year we had a representative from the Mariners. We'll have coaches from D1, D2, D3, the high school level. Sports medicine, as you mentioned, uh, had uh, Rico Iso from Oregon State, the head football trainer, NCAA compliance, and uh, uh, business and marketing. We'll have uh, representatives from Nike and Adidas this year, so we're we're looking forward to that. Now, how would a, uh, a young female who may be interested, who's just hearing about this tonight, or maybe parents or friends who want to encourage somebody to go, how do they get to the conference? What What's the procedure for, for becoming uh, an, uh, an enrollee, I guess you can say. That's not the word I'm looking for, but becoming somebody who attends the conference. Well, uh, people who are interested in learning about this and registering should go to com and they can uh, see the – a uh, link down near the bottom uh, that promotes the Women in Sports Career Seminar and just uh, follow the instructions uh, to register online and, and see other information related uh, to this event. And I, I should say, Rob, that uh, Bridget Tete, um, uh, the Assistant Commissioner here in the GNAC, is, is the one who is really doing uh, the, virtually all the work in putting this event together. did a great job last year where we had it up at the uh, – uh, Washington Convention Center, and uh, she worked with the Blazers to uh, bring them in to associate with us and uh, has just done a, a great job uh, for uh, young females in the area. Now, Dave, I want to I want to switch gears on you here just a little bit because recently it was announced the Root Sports GNAC Game of the Week schedule. Ten games on the schedule. We talked with Cody Bench a little earlier this half hour on GNAC Insider as Alaska takes on Seattle Pacific this Thursday night in the first of the ten-game package. How did that come together? Well, you know, we've been working on it since last spring, but but actually this probably goes back uh, five or six years uh, where the GNAC uh, developed a, a game of the week maybe about four years ago. Then it uh, transitioned into um, our um, championship doubleheader of our tournament. Last year, uh, we went back to the, uh, the season-long format, and I think uh, it's a better format for us. Um, and so uh, it's, it's high on our priority list in the conference among uh, the conference office, our athletic directors and presidents, and uh, our coaches and teams. And uh, we're, we're thrilled that we have a 10-game package this year five men's games, five women's games, and one of the nice things is uh, game one is on the opening day of the conference season, and game 10 uh, will be on the final day of the regular season. So it's uh, kind of wall-to-wall coverage throughout the season for the GNAC en route. And you have Brad Adam and Bob Akamian who are back doing the games this year, and they have been involved with the GNAC Game of the Week over the past few years. Brad and I have talked off and on uh, during that time, and he really is excited about this uh, because it seems that Root gets a lot of uh, great uh, feedback from fans of all the GNAC teams about how excited they are to be able to see those teams play on TV. Is that some of the feedback you get? 
that is. Uh, Root really likes having uh, this GNAC Game of the Week package on their air. And uh, the announce crew we have, you mentioned two of them, Brad Adam and, and Bobby Camium, uh, terrific uh, ambassadors for small college basketball. And the analyst is Dave Harshman, um, Marv Harshman's son, the great uh, college coach in, in the state of Washington for so many years. And uh, they're, they're really tuned in uh, to, to GNAC basketball in the Pacific Northwest, and, and it really comes across uh, on the air. Now, for folks who are listening all across our GNAC network tonight, you can go to GNACsports.com and easily find the entire schedule of games that will be on Root Sports, and I would highly encourage you to do that. Dave, I have to ask you this, though. This also must elevate the prestige of the conference by being on a major 3.4 million household sports network here in the Pacific Northwest. True? Uh, that's very true. Uh, we're, we're very proud of that. And uh, the, the the beauty of it is the, the root footprint mirrors the GNAC footprint, the, the 3.4 million homes in Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, and Alaska. Well, that's where all of our institutions are, with the exception of Simon Fraser in, in Burnaby, British Columbia. So uh, it's a great fit for us. It's a great fit for root. And I guess the hope is that we will be able to continue this partnership well into the future. And I guess there's no reason to think we can't. No reason to think we can't. Uh, we just want to continue to build on it and uh, uh, get bigger and better as we move along. Well, Dave, we appreciate you making time for us tonight, as always, on GNAC Insider. Again, I'm, I'm excited about, well, both these things. I do think the Women in Sports Seminar, great thing to do, the Root Sports Package, great thing to do so congratulations on both those accomplishments and we look forward to talking again real soon here on GNAC Insider thanks Robin thanks for all you do uh, on behalf of the GNAC well I'm, I'm happy to do it that is Dave Hagland he is the commissioner of the great Northwest Athletic Conference we're going to wrap up at this edition of GNAC Insider following this brief timeout. remember if you don't catch us live listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com GNAC Insider will be right back. Why choose Western Washington University? Go to school in one of Outside Magazine's dream towns, minutes from both the mountains and the sea. Ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest. The number one producer of prestigious Fulbright scholarships in the nation among public master's granting institutions. The number one medium-sized school in the nation for graduates who join the Peace Corps. Western Washington University. Active minds, changing lives. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. And once again, I want to I want to push a couple of things. First of all, go to GNACsports.com and take a look at that upcoming group of basketball schedule. Find out when your particular school is playing and make sure to, to join Root Sports for those games coming up throughout December, January, and February. And again, if you are a young female or you have one in your family or a friend you think may be interested in a career in the sports profession, also go to GNACsports.com and take a look at that Women in Sports Seminar 
it is going to be well worth their while to attend if they can do so at all. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of GNAC Insider. I want to thank my guests once again, Dave Hagland, the commissioner of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Also, thanks to Andy Avgi, Western Oregon University basketball standout and University of Alaska women's basketball coach Cody Bench for joining us here on GNAC Insider tonight. And also thanks to our producer engineer, Nathan Weber, for another job. Well done, Nathan. Tip of the hat, flash of the felt to you tonight, buddy. Thanks for the help. That'll do it for GNAC Insider. We'll talk to you next Tuesday at 7 until then. Good stuff at GNAC Insider. GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.